welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers. Week two is underway of this corona, well, disaster. We're fucking getting our ass kicked, right? We started a war a uh, week and a half ago or so. A lot of people didn't want to join. Many people are now closing. The battles are, well, I mean, we're losing. Let's just be, let's just be clear about it. We don't want to sugarcoat shit. There's not a way to get through if you sugarcoat. If you just put on a smile, just happy if you just go for walks fuck that shit it's time to get our asses in gear and figure this out now with that being said we have plenty of guys that are doing just fine right there's plenty of guys or gals whatever detailers that are saying hey i'm not affected yet however we've got a ton of dms of people that are we're projecting and it's just there's zero science behind it. Zero, right? Personal opinion. At least half, at least half of detailers will be out of business if they don't get their ass in gear. Okay? So we're going to keep putting out as much info as we can. Today, you're going to hear uh, from Nick at Vegas Rides. And we're going to keep recording as much info as we can and put it out. So keep coming back, keep listening, and please. Be active on the community page, right? Pints and Polishing Podcast as a community. You're a part of it. We need as many people a part of it so that we can share as much information as possible. This isn't a time for your just your personal opinion, right? I put out my personal opinions. You should too. But this is also a time for our community to dialogue, to share Right? If you have an idea, share it. If you have a question, ask it. Okay? Don't be silent. This isn't a time for silence. This isn't a time for being a sheep and just listening to people that say be happy. Right? This is a time to rise. This is a time to look in the mirror, check your gut, and see what you have in you. Just because people say one thing doesn't mean you have to do it. What do I mean by that? Business owners throughout history have always found a way. Everybody keeps saying, listen, we're gonna come out of this. Some of you won't if you don't make a change, if you don't adapt, if you don't navigate through this, okay? So come on, get to the community page, let's navigate together and we can be much stronger together. Hey, make it a great day. Eh, I know, if you can. Welcome back, Nick. It's uh, week two of the corona. Uh, well, I guess it's been around a little bit longer, but for us here in the States, is we're kind of jumping into week two, and we are talking how to help young detailers. But I think you mentioned earlier, I think you want to address all detailers and not just necessarily just uh, young guys for what we want to talk about today. Yeah, I, I you know look, this is going to go into our young detailers uh, Instagram. 
page on 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 your uh, on your page there. I get that, but I think during these times we need to realize we're all now together. You know, there's no more separation. Guys that have been business longer. I mean, look, you've told me about some people you know that hey, may they, they may hang it up right now, um, and they oh, may yeah, have been in business for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, this is to everybody. You know, I know it's tough times out there. I know everybody's struggling. Uh, you know, put a smile on your face. We are going to get through it. Um, that's the thing we should lead this with. Guys, this stuff always ends. Yeah, you but know, you so know. you said put a smile on your face. I mean, that's hard to do, right? Like, yeah, I mean, what do you mean put a smile on your face? Because there's plenty of us that don't have really anything at all to smile about. Yeah, what I mean by that is, is that you're still going to go have, have to go out and, and bust your tail, right? I mean, that now more than ever. Uh, but still realize there is a light at the end of a tunnel, wherever that's going to be, okay? That doesn't mean that life is perfect now, uh, but I see a lot of guys getting really negative, and negative doesn't lead to sales, negative doesn't lead to keeping your business afloat, negative doesn't lead to anything good, Um you know, one, one of the big decisions that people have to make is, are you going to see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel or are you going to be somebody that just lets it, lets it kind of drown you, um, in negativity. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's not all, it's not all rainbows. Uh, I don't mean it that way, but, you know, wake up, put a smile on your face, go to work, um, and realize you're in for some tough times ahead. I mean, there's no way around that. Oh. And I say that it's hard to put a smile on your face because there's a lot of them that aren't going to work. And there's plenty of people that um, they, they're waking up realizing there's no customers right now, right? Depending on which model they chose and the direction they had taken their business, they might not have a place to go work at much longer or given where they're at, uh, even in your your city, there's shops that have had to literally close their door, so they yeah, they can't zero. put a smile on their face and go to work. Yeah, this is ground zero. I mean, look, we you know California, Las Vegas, New York is really ground zero. Um, you know, we we every casino was shut last week. I mean, it was just shut down. You can't go there. The lights and the strip are off. We're we are ground zero. I mean, so I don't want people to think it's rosy out here. I mean, this is ground zero for shutting the world down. Uh, the bottom line is, what does that mean if you're somebody that can't go traditionally, go do paint correction, go do a coating? Uh, you know, you said it. I know on a lot of videos I've seen from you, um, a lot of videos that I'm seeing from you are, are based in, in, in really trying to get people hey, go figure out how to clean an interior, clean, disinfect, and sanitize an interior. Realize what the difference of those three words are. You can really easily Google that and realize the differences. Start repackaging on how to actually sanitize things. You can take your skills, and I know a lot of people really love their skills in our industry, but guess what? This is a chance to take your skills to another level, and something that we bet on 10 years ago, like I told you, was sanitizing interiors. So I bet on that long ago, and it's paid off for me now, but we're still hurting. Look, my business is hurting like anybody else's. Uh, customers are scared. They're locked in their house. They don't want people over. We're all going to take a little bit of a hit here, but it's also a time to think about your belief system as a detailer and what is truly important when you're talking about taking care of a car. So I think you can find positives out of a very negative situation. 
I agree. I agree. I just didn't like the part about putting a smile on your face. I got it. Because there's plenty of people that just want to tell us to be happy right now, and that's fucking bullshit. It's time to fucking yeah, work, that, is what it's time to and do. I, and, I, and that's what I mean. Put a smile on your face and go to work. Go to work. I mean, that, it, people that don't, people that are trying to tell you that everything is peachy, um, it, they're, just, they're just down a road that isn't true. Yeah. And a lot of those people giving you that advice aren't actually in the detailing business. Uh, they're not actually out on the streets, they're not actually building a company. They're sort of bottom feeders on the industry, so to speak. So be careful who you listen to. I think some people are probably learning that lesson very hard right now. Uh, the people that they help build their company around philosophies that have kind of fallen apart. Um, but it's a time to learn. Learn, change, adapt, and go to work. And, and I think young detailers, especially you have a leg up. Most of you shouldn't have as many bills as, as, as you know, a guy with a family, uh, those types of things. Uh, so you should be able to adapt, you know, go and, 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 and learn to, like I said, disinfect, sanitize and clean, learn the differences, go out there and start talking to people and really give an education because those three terms right there, I can guarantee you the most experienced detailer that you respect can't tell you the difference in all three. So go get a leg up, learn about all three, learn how to do it safely on interiors and go out there and and try to educate people. It's, it's really what you're going to have to do. And like you said, I mean, if we're beliefs that as detailers we have incredible skills, it's it's now time just to adapt into a new skill set if, if they want to go that route. Yep. Yep. You know. I mean, look, you can, sit, you can sit at home and make no money. I mean, it's yeah. that's an option. There's plenty, that's what I said. There's plenty of people that we're seeing in DMs we're seeing in community groups, we're seeing on Facebook groups that they literally don't have any options and are closing their doors. It was very surprising to me. Look, I mean, I, I know that you've gotten a couple pieces of information from some people. To be a week or so, a little bit over a week into to what we call real shutdown uh, and see people quit now, they were never meant to be an entrepreneur. They were never meant to build a business, and that's okay. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you really want to build a business, look, 2008 was rough. Uh, 2000 was rough. 2020 is going to be rough. You know, those are the realities. I mean, you know, we are looking at about an every 10 year going through a, a rough spell, um, you know, like we're, like we're experiencing here. So I, on my list was to bring up those dates, right? So let's just bounce to that. We'll come back to something else I wanted to talk about. What did you do? Who were you? Not many people were m much less out of middle school or even high school in 2008, 9, and 10 that are detailing today. So weren't, a lot of them don't understand. They might have they grown up in a, in a, it was rough or mom or dad didn't have a lot or, you know, I remember something had happened and mom had got, you know, so they might have had that, but they weren't actually in business during that yeah. time. The, there's a mass, vast majority of, of business detailers today that weren't in business then, so they weren't familiar with it. What did you do, and who were you in 2008, 9, and 10? Well, you well, can go to 12, because it took a little bit even after, you know, 8 to yeah, 12, no, really. And, and, and here's a big misconception, that 2008 happened, and then immediately everything was fine. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, that's 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 yeah. revisionist history. Yeah. You could basically buy any piece of real estate you wanted for any price for like four years. Nobody wanted it, right? 
they wanted it. So this idea that you had to get a deal in 2008, we talked about this earlier. The idea that everything happened in 08 isn't true. The idea that everything's going to happen in the next month isn't true either. And so one of the things that people need to realize is you're probably looking at two or three years of getting out of this. Okay? So as a business owner, you need to just accept it. Hey, this isn't going to end tomorrow. Nope. This isn't going to end in 30 days. Oh, You know, everybody thinks we're just going to turn the faucet back on. So what happened for me in 2008 was pretty simple. Uh, I was working full-time for somebody, and I was doing detailing part-time. I was making a ton of money detailing in a partnership with with a company. And so it was great for me. All of a sudden, it just went right off a cliff. Well, what happened? Money dried up. That's exactly what 2008 was about. No money left. The banks weren't lending it. It wasn't even moving to top commercial type markets. Money had frozen in time. And so everybody panicked like you're seeing today. It's just a different type of panic. And so what we want to really enforce to people today is you need to make changes, but you can't do so in a panic state. Does that make sense? You need to realize the urgency of what's going on, but you can't make decisions out of panic because largely those are really bad decisions. Step back. Analyze what decisions you need to make and then move forward. Don't just start running around your house or your office or whatever and thinking you're going to solve a problem by just running around really fast. This is a complex problem as a business owner, but you can get through it. And the way that you're going to get through it is, unfortunately, things people don't like to hear, which we shared last week. You're going to cut expenses. If you have employees, I hate to break it to you. Some of those people are going to lose their jobs. That's a real thing. And if you're a business owner, you're going to have to look somebody in the eye and say, I know two months ago we never even thought about this, but I can't support you anymore. There are going to be tough conversations you're going to have to have, but the the toughest conversation is going to have to be with you as a detailer. What position am I in? Is my business still flourishing? Look, we know businesses that are still doing corrections and coatings right now. They haven't been hit yet. Hey, keep, keep getting your money, okay? Just keep getting it, keep getting it, keep getting it, but also realize, hey, I probably need to start diversifying. If you're the other side of the coin, all the stuff's dried up for you. What do you do? Ask yourself what you're not doing that can bring value to a car owner right this second. And if you aren't disinfecting and sanitizing interiors, I have news for you. That's the business you need to be in. Unequivocally, you can go drum up business today if you start to understand and develop a process around disinfecting and sanitizing. It isn't easy. This is the, the, the misconception, Marty, that you and I need to address. All these jerks in this industry that bashed interior cleaning is because they looked at it as cleaning. They never looked at disinfectant. They never looked at sanitizing. Those egos are going to cost a lot of guys their business. If you know how to sanitize, it isn't as easy as cleaning an interior. Two very different things that you need to go get educated on. And no, somebody's not going to have you pay for training. You're going to have to get on a computer and you're going to have to find reliable information that you can stand behind to start understanding what you're getting into here. And so that's those are just a few small facts of things that that we group into one to say, hey, it's about to be a tough time. There's no way around it. There's no way to sugarcoat that. But you can go out and you can get to work, and I promise you can make through this. 
I mean, doesn't it make sense to, we talk about navigating. Literally, detailers, we need to probably, uh, nicely done. I like the glass bottle. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, detailers, we've, we've had it one way for so long. It's been such an unbelievable market. And whereas some have struggled, but it's just been like, you know, we're still going to go get it. But for the most of us in this frothy, very abundant time that we just had, the best time ever to be a detailer, we, we just experienced it. Yep. And there's a sudden shift to, oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So depending which way somebody's gone, we have decisions to make now. Right. So I wanted you to bring up who you were in eight, nine and 10. Because, like you said, there's going to be a lot of people giving their opinions, but we should all be careful on who we listen to, because not everybody that's giving an opinion has lived through a nothing like this. Right. There's never been anything like this, but at least lived through tougher times. I've, I've lived through multiple, not just 2008. Uh, 9-11, 2001, I was detailing cars. The world stopped. Yeah. Uh, completely stopped. And, and really didn't get back to normal for about a year. I mean, it, I mean, people were in shock. That was a different type. Again, sort of yeah. like this virus is different. Um, but if you go back to the 99-2000 bu- uh, bust of the e uh, you know, e-commerce bust of, of the stock market, mm-hmm. I was around that. Yeah. Um, that's why I tell people all of this stuff is going to pass. We just don't know when we don't know how long it's going to take to come out, but it's always multiple years. So I see all these people giving advice, like we're just going to open the floodgates up in a month and everything's going to be fixed. That's, that's not realistic. Nine eleven was a single day of, of, of trouble that lasted years. Yeah. We now have a whole month long, bare minimum month long lockdown in most cities and States. What do you think is going to happen here? It isn't just going to turn on. Things aren't just going to be fixed. That's okay if you just accept it and say, okay, I'm in it for a tough time here. Not a month, not two months, not, you know, sunshines and rainbows. When I said put a smile on your face, put a smile on your face and go to work. Because this next couple of years, if history teaches anything, is going to be tough. Doesn't mean it's going to be impossible. Those are two different words. And so... When I went through those things, uh, my work diminished at the time, just so everybody knows, I was doing a ton of polishing. That's basically all I was doing in those other busts. It wasn't until 2008 that I started to have a real you know, epiphany about changing my thought process around the detailing business. And so maybe this is a time, if you're a young detailer, especially listening to this, or somebody older struggling, maybe your belief systems need to be questioned. Because that's what these kind of times do. And for some of you, that questioning is good. That doesn't mean you alienate all your skills. It means you add to them. Hey, how do I diversify my business? How do I you know, look at things a little differently? What if I was in a little bit more express service, uh, a little bit more in- interior disinfecting before this? Would I be in a better spot? Maybe, maybe not. But you know what? I'm going to push through that. I'm going to go do that because I believe in it now because I see how the world can be crushed by a simple virus. And so this is the time to me, and this is what happened to me in 08. 
I really started to question everything about my financial belief systems. We talked about this off the air, Marty. You need to you need to question if you're in a really tough financial spot right now. What mistakes did you make? It's okay to have made mistakes. Learn. As a business owner, if you're not a saver, you're going to struggle. Okay. People now struggling. Learn from this. You made the mistake. Now dig out of it and learn from it. Um, it's no different with your skills or anything else as a business owner. You make mistakes. Hey, I made one. I gotta I gotta adjust. But look, just so people know, I made a whole bunch. Uh, I had a whole bunch of warning signs in 2000. I had a whole bunch of warning signs in 9-11-01. I had a bunch of warning signs in 08. It took me till like 9 and 10 to listen. So there's no judgment here. I'm just telling you, it's are you going to learn? That's that's the biggest key I can say. Uh, out of all of this, are you going to learn? And, and by the way, maybe question some of the people you've listened to. I saw you slip that in there uh, earlier. Um, you know, be careful the people you listen to right now because this is this is going to shape your business for a while. Yeah, and I mean, let's clarify what we mean by that, which is why I wanted you to actually state, you know, what. Sorry, we got a bunch of zombies that walked through our little area. He was <laughs> he was tweaking on something. Uh, so you know, what you do, who were you, who you've been, right? That's why I brought that up. Right, because we've already talked about how there's plenty of paid salesmen, there's plenty of people that work for a company that are trying to teach you how to run a business. So let's be careful who we listen to and let's listen to people that run businesses. So Yeah, look and people that have failed. I mean look, it's it's important to listen to people that have failed. Mm -hmm. You know. Um you know, I didn't come out of oh eight rosy. You know, I I struggled like everyone else. I had to start putting pieces back together like everyone else. And so I'm saying this because that was time to learn. Me personally, if you're a detailer and you're going through tough times now, this is your time to learn. The mistakes you've made, the things you can change, the, the skills you can add, this is the time to learn. How many people do that? that that's that's up to them. But I, I think this is a time to learn for sure. Yeah. All right. So where are you guys at now? I mean, what are you guys doing as a company? Um, what decisions did you make? How are you guys operating in a moment of, like you said, you got a lot of people that are locked in their homes. You've got a, a citywide shutdown. You know, you, you can cover up your logo and then tell me, you know, if you want. You know. Yeah. No, we're, we're uh, you know, look, we're very fortunate. We have customers that are reaching out, asking, hey, look, we're on lockdown. Please don't come. You know, it's nothing against you. We're scared for our families. And then I have customers that are the exact opposite, literally. I mean, I have customers that are so defiant and so disagree with what the government's doing. They're like, you better show up. Like, you know, we have both sides of it. So right now we're really seeing every aspect of this virus, which is, which is frightening and cool all at the same time. And secondarily, it's really hard to ask people, your team members to sacrifice during this time. Because if they have families, man, this is scary. I mean, you can we can sit on this and say all the things we want. If you aren't taking this seriously, then and you have kids, that 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 I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're taking it very seriously. So um, what'd you do with well, your team? The team they get. I've I've yeah. heard I've heard people making their team sign waivers. I've heard no, because here's the thing: like legalities like that are never going to help. You're going to lose the employment board's always you know. When people do that, I just tell them to find a new attorney. But, uh, you know, the reality is 
we give them a choice, but I've really asked them to stay home. Um, I want to protect them. You know, I don't, I don't want them. I, don't, I couldn't live with myself if I asked my team to do something that got them ill. Um, but I've taken the brunt of it myself. Uh, I'm out there uh, doing my best to work and, and provide things for my clientele. But team members, we're going to do our best to pay them. We're going to do our best to, to keep them afloat um, during this time because I care about them. But, I mean, if you're asking team members to come in, it's, it's a different thing, man. I mean, it, if you really care about your team, I think it's a really tough thing to say, hey, can you come work in the middle of a virus and you're not a healthcare worker uh, or, or a vital employee of some sort? But look, we've done, I've done a lot of work personally that I haven't done in years. So I'm enjoying it. You know, so people know I'm putting more of my money where my mouth is. I'm doing a ton of the work myself now. Um, you know, going out and spending time with clients again, it's been fun. I'm over it. <laughs> I can tell you. Uh, I'd like things to get back to normal, but that's not always possible. I mean, you know, but. I'm getting back to looking at my process. Uh, now that I'm doing it hands-on a lot more uh, during this short period of time, um, I see some things we can get better at. I mean, I'm taking, it, I'm taking it the exact same way I'm telling everybody else. How can we do disinfectant better? How can we do sanitization better? Uh, I've got all kinds of products we hadn't tried. I've got all kinds of different machines we haven't tried. I'm putting all those things to work because I want to know how we can be better. And so I'm not telling anybody to do anything I'm not going to do. And that's exactly what I'm doing is analyzing how we can make the process better because I got news for you. Sanitizing interiors is going to be big for the rest of our careers. Uh, after a virus like this, sanitizing is never going to be looked at as a joke ever again. That I can guarantee. There's, I, I think for especially us beer drinkers, because there's plenty of places that breweries are closing down and starting to make sanitizer. So, yeah, know. I mean, we're, look, you know, people want to debate this, they can, but the world's changed forever, folks. I mean, yeah. it's now changed mm -hmm. forever. Yep. Get That's, on the boat or, or drown. That, it's that simple. Yep. You, you just got to get on the boat and say, okay, it's changed. I wish it hadn't. Um, I wish 08 hadn't happened. I wish 9-11 hadn't happened. I, I, I wish, yeah, I wish none of it would have happened. Mm -hmm. But this is this is an economy. You're, you're watching the destruction of an economy, which, by the way, happens every 7 to 10 years. So guess what? It's going to happen in 2020. Likelihood 2030, you're going to see the exact same thing. Don't sit there and be surprised by it anymore because you're living through it, and it's going to happen again. You're going to be something different, but it's going to happen again. Yeah. And so, um, you know, to answer your question, it's, it's you know, we're in a tough time because the city and the state have taken real aggressive approach here, but nobody bothers us. I know some businesses have been stopped and shut down and police have gotten involved. We're not dealing with any of that in our business. I think people know we're out there trying to do the right thing. And we've always, whatever neighborhoods we've in, we're in, I go out of my way to develop great relationships with people that run, run that neighborhood or do security in that neighborhood or police officers that live in that neighborhood. You know, we try to always do our best to just keep those relationships pretty tight and, and sincere. Um, and so we haven't seen anything other than certain people just wanting to lock their family down. That's the only that's the only customers we haven't been seeing are the ones that have actively said we haven't been out of the house in two weeks. Don't come here. We're not going anywhere. You know, hands off for a couple weeks. Yeah, but business changes that you've done are similar to what other businesses here have done. Dealerships have cut employees right cut back hours if they don't want to come in they don't come in you know you're operating just the same as other businesses in different industries even you know 
Yeah, and, and there is no there, this isn't rocket science. Yeah. I mean, mon- if money if money's starting to dry up for you, you're going to have to make decisions. Yeah. And so those decisions are almost going to be forced upon you. You just need to make them responsibly in, in a quick enough manner, and not in a panic manner. Don't let it get so bad that you got to panic. Um, you know, that's what we're trying to get across here is if you see the future coming, make the decision now rather than wait a month and now you're out of money. Um, you know, so those are the kind of things that I think we're trying to get across. Uh, at least I am, which is uh, everything's been preemptive for us. We, we've really been on top of it. Um, the virus hit the West coast pretty quick. I mean, San Francisco and Seattle locked down very quickly. California followed suit and whatever California does, like I said, in our episode last week, uh, you can go ahead and guarantee the rest of the country is going to do, and that's what's happened. So, um, you know, really, really brush up on how to properly sanitize an interior because that's 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 what's going to save you. I mean, I'm sure you're seeing the same thing in Tulsa. I mean, it can't be that much different. The whole world's scared. Uh, yeah, I would say here in Tulsa, um, there's a lot of us that still really didn't have a clue how crazy it was, right? Uh, I know, I know people, hell, I'll call my own sister out. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, typical housewife with a couple kids and her husband works his ass off and she, she's your atypical housewife, you know, good for her. Didn't have a fucking clue, you know, didn't have a clue. Um, thought it was just hysteria. Right. A lot of us yeah. here just thought it was hysteria. And we still say that, you know, everybody still says it's not as bad as the flu and there's still all this stuff. But then what it's doing is is not where we need to be saying it's less than the flu It's worse than the flu now in a different way. So, yeah. and, and, and look, it's it's, you know, we're all guilty of that. I think we were all a little late to the party. I mean, this stuff was pretty evident back in January before we all were aware of it. Um, at the end of the day, um, I think that's a lot of people, myself included. Maybe I didn't take it serious enough as fast enough as I should have. And you look back and you learn from those things, right? Yeah. So uh, wanted to wanted to discuss with you, right? So you've made some you've made some choices, right? You've decided ten years ago that that was the direction you wanted to take your company, and you had yeah. already said that you've found certain products and you've found certain things to meet those needs. How does a detailer go about searching? Let's let's say they, you know, because you just told them, you know, hey, you might need to find like, okay, so I've been a correction guy or I've been a something else. And okay, I decide to take your advice. How do I do it? Okay. It's actually pretty, pretty simplistic, but for car interiors, it's going to be more difficult. You can actually sanitize your home pretty easily. Uh, the EPA kind of regulates this. You'll see uh, little things on the back of, of products that have an e- EPA regulation number. Um, and that means that they will have a disinfectant or a sanitizing effect, some both. But usually what will happen with a disinfectant and what will happen with a sanitizing is you'll have to have a dwell time. So to disinfect, it'll take X number of, of, of seconds or minutes to, on the surface to sanitize, it'll take X number of minutes to sanitize on the surface. This is all regulated on the package. That's the, that's what you need to realize. I know that detailers love off-label usage. 
I love that. You love that. That's how we're built. What I'm telling you, though, is when you're getting into disinfectant and sanitization, it states right on the package of something that can actually do that what you have to do to qualify to do those two services. The biggest mistake we make is I'm going to spray something on the surface or I'm going to spray something on the towel. I'm going to wipe and we're good to go. That doesn't work. So you're going to have to spend more time on a car than you're used to right off the get-go. That should be reflected in your price because, remember, time is money. Pretty simple. But these are things you need to discuss with the client. A lot of times the products that we have tested don't live up to the standard that I want. They can discolor plastics. They can discolor leather. Especially on darker colored leathers and plastics, you can get into some real danger issues. Test every product on an obscure under the steering wheel or in a foot well that nobody can see. Make sure you still follow those best practices like we do on paint correction. Um, but I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be easy to find a process that works for you because I don't know what kind of time you have. I don't know what kind of price you can charge. I don't know what kind of cars you're looking at. Are you looking at cars that you're arriving and they're just trashed? I mean, disinfecting and sanitizing on a trashed vehicle is going to be, I'm not going to say impossible. I'm just going to tell you it's going to be crazy expensive, okay, to charge the client to clean up a complete catastrophe of a car. These are services that we found you have to sell people that respect their vehicles, respect their things. They don't have trash everywhere, but they have a lived-in vehicle. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. They do use their vehicle. These aren't show cars, but they have a level of respect that they care for their things, no matter the economic times. And that's not a wealth thing, by the way. I know people are like, well, that, you know, I don't work on Lamborghinis. Hey, I'm not saying that. There's a lot of moms and dads out there that have minivans that they respect the hell out of. So don't get your mindset around, I'm giving you a piece of advice that only works for 1% of the population. That's not true. Um, we do this for a lot of different type of clients from a lot of different type of backgrounds, hardworking people that want to care for their family. And so what you'll find is, and I haven't done this in a while, so I don't want people to take me on my word on this, but I believe the EPA has a website you can go to and it'll start running through products. Uh, uh, what's the CD that people are calling CDV or CDC? CDC? Yes. CDC, CDC has one. Control. On the uh, Pints and Polishing community page for the COV, uh, we have a – it's go to a Facebook page, Pints and Polishing Podcast. Right in there, there's a, a group page that is – everybody's putting information there for, for the corona. And there's a link on there that shows the different products that you were going to say is – Yeah, and so I think the CDC probably got that. And I want to say it's the EPA on the back of packaging. Yes, you're um, right. Yeah. Um, you know, so our, our, you know, this, this shows people how dialed in our, our, our process has been, which is we did the, we did the footwork years ago and we've always done interiors this way. So I don't really have to think about this, um, as much as somebody knew. Um, but the information is out there. The, the key is to look at the packaging. If they got that seal of approval on the packaging, with the directions of how to disinfect and sanitize, then you know you're dealing with something that's going to do both. Do not try to cut a corner and sell 
if you're not going to follow directions 100%. A lot of times we set timers because the timers tell us when we've completed what that package has told us. Do not sell something that you are not going to do. Spraying it on and wiping it off is not going to be an option. I'm telling you, everything that disinfects and sanitizes, and again, disinfection, uh, you know, so there's definitions of cleanliness, disinfection, and sanitizing, okay? Those three definitions are very clearly stated on that website, okay? You'll see that cleanliness doesn't really mean anything when it comes to killing bacteria. So disinfecting, you're really not there either. You're going to have to go all the way to sanitizing. And I'm telling you, some of this stuff is like, like I think it's, what are those What are those Clorox wipes? Those like hand wipes? 99.9, yeah. Okay, but I think the sanitizing, is it has to be on the surface for like three minutes. Oh, so they just put it on the label that we just think that we're, but we're not really, because they didn't. No, so, yeah, so mm-hmm. if you turn it over on the side, mm-hmm. it'll, because they want that stamp of approval, they'll actually have the directions. Mm-hmm. They can make those claims because they told you how to do it. Doesn't mean that's how you used it. And so the key is when you sanitize or use the hand wipe, you got to keep it on your hand for those hand wipes. I think it's like three minutes. It's something absurd. Well, or keep it does. on the same spot in your counter, right? right? We think, I've used those for years. I stopped, I don't know, later when I, I was like, eh. Uh, and yep. we just, I'll spray with it and use a towel or something, you know. And uh, yep. I would always just take them, wipe it. Cool. And I would sometimes even take a towel and dry it back off because it left a streak, you know, if I didn't. Yeah. So... And that's just yep. on my home countertop. Yep. So here's a crazy thing to think about. Um, you know, when when you are starting to get into this field, you start to realize that our industry has really missed an opportunity. This is what I felt when I started getting into it. Uh, after 08 and, and 2010, I started my own business. Um, I just thought, wow, why is nobody talking about this? I mean, I can look at a car and tell you there's all kinds of bacterias and you know, virus. I mean, you can get into a car interior and you can almost smell that this thing isn't right, right? I mean, we've all been there. Um, so I want people to realize that when you start researching this, you're going to start realizing, I really kind of failed my customer for a while. And it's going to be a hard thing to come to grips with because you kind of made a mistake. I know I felt that way. So I'm not, I'm not passing judgment. I'm telling you, when you start figuring out how to actually do sanitizing work, you're going to realize, A, this isn't a joke. B, there's actually rules and regulations around this. And C, I can actually help people. And so, you know, when you start to hear about families that have the flu nonstop, I always say the same thing to them. When's the last time you've had your car sanitized? Well, I never have. We'll go and sanitize it. And I've had multiple reports in my business. The flu went away. We were getting it, we were getting it, we were getting it, we were passing it, passing it. We were months and months in the wintertime. We sanitized our car, it stops. Now, you know, that's that's case studies we've had in our, in our business for years. Um, and we have a belief system in that. But truthfully, you, these products are pretty expensive to do right. Um, I see a lot of bad advice about alcohol and solvents. Uh, let me explain something to you. Heavy solvents 
and heavy alcohol use on the interior of the car is not going to end well. Let's make that very clear. Solvents destroy leather in like an instant. For those that don't know, don't think that there's some kind of at-home brew you can make and largely claim I've sanitized it because, I mean, just smell it. I put bleach and I put alcohol and I, look, don't get into that game. I've seen a lot of very experienced detailers this past week give some home brew of theirs. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, I mean, there's plenty of people that are saying to mix alcohol, alcohol no. and water, and you're saying no? No, no. Here's the, other, here's the problem with alcohol right off the get-go. A, you have no claims on a package that you can show to a customer. That's number one. If you're going to make claims, you better have packaging certified by the EPA that can do what you say they're going to do. Alcohol and water, a home brew of it especially, is not scientific for those that don't know. Um, These EPA regulations are very big deal, okay? They do matter. Companies fight really hard to get them. No matter what you think of the government, sometimes those things matter. And to your customers, they're going to matter, especially if you want to build a quality reputation. The problem with alcohol, the problem with bleach solutions is they are so toxic to the interior. They can really start to tear away clear coats. They can really start to, because those things aren't as robust as the clear coat on the exterior of your car, as many people want to say. Okay. They're actually very easy. You know, for guys that do leather repair, a lot of times if they have to get a deep stain out of leather, they'll use a heavy solvent like acetone. Um, get the stain out, and then they'll have to re-clear the whole seat. Those are guys that do high-quality work, and I trust them. Um, They're very anti-solvent on interiors. That's what they do. I'm going to listen to them, and I'm going to trust them, and I don't want to destroy something for the sake of trying to make a claim I can't back up anyway. What What I'm going to do is always, as a business philosophy, if I can trust a third party, bring it into my business and make it trusted because somebody else has done the testing, I'm okay with that. I'm not an expert in brewing home chemicals, so I'm going to take some people's word for it that do it for a living. That's good advice. I mean, that's why I wanted you to say it. There's not too many people that have the experience that you have and can give the information that you've been been able to give. So, you know, thank you. Thank you for for what you, you know. And like I said, you know, this isn't, uh, I don't have it all. And I don't want anybody to think that I got it all figured out. What I did was notice something that was wrong with the industry 10 years ago, and I bet on it. That's it. And so um, I've made it work. It's not perfect. Our system, I said earlier, um, now that I'm out every day more, um, we're going to make some adjustments. Not large adjustments. We're, we're still very. Uh, we're still very good at what we do, but we can get better. Um, so for those that haven't jumped into this, don't think you're going to have it figured out in a week. You know, get a process, work the process, fix the process, tweak the process, keep researching. Because when you go down this road, you're going to find out interiors can be a lot of fun. And there's a lot more work than you think to actually perfecting your process, which I didn't know either. So uh, when I learned that, that's why I've been so passionate about interiors for so long now is because I realized, hey, I, I kind of didn't develop that skill well enough uh, my first half of my career. Cool, man. Nick, thank you, for, uh, thank you for your info. Where do people find you on social? 
Yeah, so we're getting a lot of good feedback, Marty. I know you're getting the DMs. I'm getting DMs. Vegas.rides on Instagram seems to be where people really want to interact. Nick at VegasRides.com if you want to send a longer response or think it'll come better uh, over uh, over email. My phone number is on my, my Instagram page. You got a question, call. Um, if you're thinking about making claims and you're not sure, give me a call, okay? Um, there are ways to do this the right way, but they are more difficult than what people you know, are, are leading on. But once you do the research, you can really find Use the government websites to get yourself started to understanding what's going on with, with those three terms, clean, disinfect, and sanitize, and, and then go down your rabbit hole from there. So I hope that helps. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's a lot of great info. So thanks, and, uh, man. Keep your head up, you know, put a smile on your face and go to work, right? Hey, I'm good, man. <laughs> we're, we're going to go to work. So I, I'm, not, I'm here for the long haul. I think we're going to be just fine. Everybody, go to work. I mean, that's what's going to have to happen. Yeah. Find work if you need to. But yeah. go to work. All right. Have a Thank good you, day, brother. man. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>